just a good old boy. Obama's gonna put you in jail. Never meaning no harm. You guys are all gonna go to jail. It's all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. I'm coming day and night. But we tortured some folks. Hitler had plans. She threw all your lies, Barack Obama, you wicked, wicked devil! Don't bitch kick him! The portal sees Holy shit, man! That's the other bill! That's terrorist! Other building? That's terrorist, bro! That's fucking terrorists! Hello, my little trolls, my little sock puppets. You are tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the terror maps and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate. Oh my god. We're doing it. We're finally doing it again. At long last. My friend told me not to come in with, uh, with quite so much mania. He said, um, you know, cool it on the mania because I come in with some kind of manic um, energy, right? I, I come in hot, as they say. So uh, without further ado, hello and welcome to the 4th of July Patriots Only edition of Radio Hate, coming in nice and smooth, brought to you aggressively. By the one and only Liebel Droker Incorporated. If you're not a patriot, turn this fucking bullshit off right now. And maybe go turn something on you can handle. Uh, maybe Sean Hannity will put you in the proper state of mind to celebrate this nation's uh, fucking birthday. I don't know. Don Imus. Anthony Cumia. Yes, hello. This is Hate Sec here. Uh, if you're into green screens, you can check out Anthony Cumia's show. The whole fucking thing is in a green screen, and it's like got that effect around his hair, where it's just you see that gr- that sick green glow, and it makes his skin look all green. Uh, I read some convincing stuff about him saying that uh, he was like grooming some uh, or trying to groom some fourteen-year-old or something, but it turns out it was just one of his uh, male listeners who managed to like squeeze a free iPad out of him. Um, you know, you can, you can reach people, you can reach powerful people by pretending to be a hot little girl, apparently. So he was like buying her iPads and fucking computers and shit. But, um, yeah, man, people haven't figured out the green screen makes you look fucking disgusting and unnatural. Like you're photoshopped in to your own fucking video. A meep sheep in the chat says the government tried to kill me with dextroamphetamine and LSD. Usually, they're trying to like just control you with the LSD, and uh, God knows what with the other shit. Now, why would they try to kill you with that uh, psychoactive? I mean, you you that takes a lot to kill somebody with acid, and I, you know he's talking about the kind that you trip with, ladies and gentlemen. I know that. This audience is not all that familiar with drugs. 
But um, that's that's just uh, you need like a fucking tanker full of that shit to basically replace the blood in your body. And uh, so he says, "That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why would they? Why would they try to kill me with that drug? Sounds crazy, man. Sounds um, sounds made up." Tell you what, uh, how about all of you guys in in the chat just turn around and uh, don't look at your computers or your iPhones or whatever because I, I can't do it while you're watching, okay? Because the monologue, uh, truth be told, always goes so much better in my head, like in the shower before the show. It almost never loses steam like this before my hot water heater, right? It's like so uh, cold right now. It's cold, yeah. So, uh, actually, no, for the duration of the episode, you're going to lie face down and count to a thousand. And and you're not going to look up uh, until you can't hear me anymore. Okay, we're just some good old boys hanging out tonight, partying, everybody having a good time. Lay face down on the ground, though, and and nobody's going to get hurt. Okay, we're separating the women from the children. On tonight's episode of Radio Hate, it's finna get dark. Okay, this is the Border Camps episode of Hate Radio, where we talk about the fucking... Uh, how good everybody's getting treated down there on the border. They're taking care of them, man. And uh, and there's there's uh, where do I even start? A, a lot of you guys are listening to the live portion right now because uh, it's been advertised that uh, that our our good buddy Foxnet from What the Foxnet is going to be on the show later. You got to hear his voice if you were waiting for the show to get started. And uh and he's been uh, doxing the um the border camp folks and the fucking uh, border patrol ICE uh separating the women from the the kids are these uh, ICE agents and you're like you hear about it and they're kind of just these faceless fucking stormtrooper ghost type of uh situations and you almost wonder like really is that really like are people doing that? And, you know, they, uh, for all the talk about fake news and stuff, it, it's hard to believe in something so insidious going on here, even when they announced it and, like, we were trying to grapple with the reality of it. And they had videos then, too, of people get, you know, kids getting ripped out of their mother's hands for the first time. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, even those, uh, like, really uh, staunch, creepy Trump supporters who I knew in the mountains when I lived there, their stomachs were kind of turning over this, right? So uh, it takes a special kind of motherfucker to deny those conditions that are going on on down there. I mean, it makes me think about the fucking, since there's already so many comparisons to the Holocaust, it makes me think about the Holocaust deniers. They're like, oh, you know, 100, 1 million, let's, you know, it's a big, you know, it's bad either way. So we got concentration camps in the United States, and uh, it was kind of it was pretty cool, right, to see AOC fucking mention that. This is funny. This is a funny monologue. We're getting off to a great start. It's really funny stuff. We're separating the comedy from the jokes here, folks. There's nothing gonna happen. Okay, so Jihad's coming on later, but it, it it's a big show because uh, I just received word that um uh we're we're gonna have a special caller. Somebody's going to call in uh, before we get to Jihan. 
somebody very special to us on the program is going to call in. Uh, we have tips with Dr. Troubadour. That's going to be a motherfucker. Uh, let's see if... Uh, let's get those tips lined up. It's going to be cool. Uh, he always comes through with like a few tips for the show. And tonight, Dr. Troubadour has tips for using social media. That's going to be fun. You know, Dr. Troubadour, people want to know, like, why do you take advice from this guy? Right? He wears fucking flip-flops and capris when he shows up to work. I don't know. He was hungover when he did uh, Kilgore's vasectomy. But um, everything turned out fine. And, you know, and we have, we've had many good times with Dr. Troubadour, many good crimes. Uh, stuff that we used to do uh, that used to be a crime with Dr. Troubadour. We, you know, it's, uh, it's legal now. So it's really cool. Uh, he's a resourceful guy with these tips. You know, he taps a well of wisdom that you, you wouldn't really expect from a, a doctor fresh out of college. But uh, be that as it may, he, uh, he knows how to fucks with it. You know what I mean? Let's do the tips. Let's do the fucking Dr. Troubadour tips. Let's see. He wants to, uh, it looks like Dr. Troubadour's been reading uh, about Twitter reply guys. Because it basically just says here that uh, if you're on whatever, if you're on fucking Twitter to reply to every every girl's message, like every one of them, oh, just some of them. Like, but he says that like always steer the conversation into uh, sex. Like if you can if you can redirect it to sex, like that's a good way to you know keep keep keeps things light. And you can be you can do something like uh, compliment her. Uh, appearance women he says love that uh first thing compliment her appearance like it, anytime she posts a selfie or whatever be like hey girl hey girl and slide into her dms maybe maybe uh copy a link to that tweet paste it into her dms right and then and then you can have a private one-on-one -on -one conversation with your target Says here, why is Dr. Troubadour calling them targets? He wrote the book on sound healing. He's got uh he's got rage in his heart, which I think is like, you know, why he identifies with us and he does so much work for us. Kind of uh he's able to um fudge the insurance is what he calls it, where he puts in whatever. Fucking, he puts in an order for this or that. You know what I'm talking about. He goes, you want footballs? You want oxies? You want Percocets? What you want? I'm Dr. Troubadour. They'll take you. Okay, they'll take you in the other room, and they'll ask you some questions, all right? They're going to make you wear a little thing. Somebody's going to come in, and they're going to fill you up, and I'll write you this. Footballs? You want zannies? You want bars, or you want footballs? I'm Dr. Troubadour. He doesn't like when I make fun of him on the show. Especially right before his fucking tips. Dr. Troubadour has like this embarrassing track record of uh, going after those fucking... Well, he got a laptop from Anthony Cumia, so I can't really shit on him. Uh, he says soft blocking is an excellent tool for controlling bots, keeping them bots all up out your business. And... uh 
keeping him at arm's length, you know what I mean? He likes a good pure meat following. Dr. Troubadour refers to people as meat. And, uh, and he wants a meat army for his fucking uh, Percocets and Oxys, whatever the fuck. He's just peddling pills into these uh, fucking... Look, let's not get into it. All right, he's already... Like, a lot of that stuff is still in court. And he didn't even write a third tip. I think... I think he's been getting into this shit. So, Dr. Troubadour, Lebel Droker Laboratories, Lebel Droker Pharmaceuticals, he invented Terramax, okay? It was... Uh, I mean, that in and of itself was beautiful. You should have seen him burst out of that room where it was synthesized in 1943. <laughs> no, he burst out of the room. Okay, his eyes were rolled back in his fucking head. You couldn't see the pupils, but he knew where he was going. It was, it was incredible. you never seen anything like it. He hung from the ceiling by his toes. And that's when we knew that he was really onto something. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we all wanted some of it. Okay, so Dr. Troubadour is working on a, a Patriots Plus edition, a fucking Patriots edition of this uh, seasonal Terror Max. It's like the pumpkin spice latte of Terror Maxes, I guess. Excellent little pill that'll just fucking keep you, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You can see satellites in the daytime sky, okay? It's a good pill. I'm not fucking around. It uh, It's like part of his male enhancement formula. He wants you to be a total, complete fucking man. He wants you to... Uh, he wants you to go home, okay? We've got a... So, we're in that vein. We're in the Liebel Droker vein. They're taking care of us. They're injecting funds directly into this program. And yeah, all right, maybe they're kicking us a little Terramax, okay? This isn't the first time We've had this conversation, all right? You know where the money comes from. This is a sick operation, okay? They say in journalism, follow the money. Well, this is where it is. Now, who loves you? Okay, let's get to it. Uh, you know, I've got this energy. He told me, don't, go, don't be manic, right? He told me to be cool. So I'm trying to be cool, okay? But coming up, uh, we, we've got him on the phone right now. Uh, Liebel Droker Incorporated, corporate executive officer. We, we actually talked about him on the last show. I think Sue Basco took him on as an attorney or something. Pro bono, he, he's, uh, he's not doing well. Okay, he's in a halfway house. The motherfucker faked his own death. Uh, Raleigh Theodore Sakers, uh, for, for the first time ever, is here tonight uh, on the phone. Uh, tonight's episode of Radio Hate is brought to you by Terramax, the Patriot's Choice, and over-the-counter terror enhancement. Supplements by Liebel Droker Incorporated. Here comes motherfucker Raleigh Theodore Sakers. Ladies and gentlemen, the Transcendental Man. Hey, what happened to those fucking 200 bot followers, huh? Critically adored and famous businessman turned media mogul, the corporate executive officer of Liebel Droker Incorporated himself, Raleigh Theodore fucking Sakers, joins the program. Uh, Raleigh, I understand... You have some uh, issues with the quality of the work coming out of the Internet Chronicle. Is this right? A publication we are contractually obligated to remind everyone is owned and registered to you in the former Soviet Union. But first, uh, let me just say it's an honor to be in the presence of, and again, like audience at home gathered around your radios, I'm contractually obligated to say this. 
It's an honor to be in the presence of a living God, Mr. Sakers. Thank you for coming on the program. Oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. What, where's the engineer? What, what do we do? Jamie? Jamie, pull, <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Fucking get, get Raleigh on here. Uh, all right, Mr. Sakers, hey, thank you for coming on the program, really. Look at this shit show. I'm not God. I'm a science fiction writer. My name is Raleigh Theodore Sakers. Yeah, that's me. I'm a fucking genius, obviously. You need my help. Spiritually, you're weak. That's true, Raleigh. I think the same could be said for us all. It's often said that one of my greatest strengths is my unexpected weakness. Uh, look, it's a tremendous pleasure to have you on. Last month, we had Dr. Troubadour. He was a delight. Always happy to discuss Lebel Droker Incorporated's many fine products. Really, it's an amazingly unexpected honor that you accepted our invitation to come onto the program and explain the notes handed down from corporate. That's why Raleigh comes today. What, what, you know, the notes from corporate, you know what I'm talking about. I don't do this shit for nothing. You pay me, you motherfuckers. I did all your homework for you, and I'll sell it back to you. Sweet. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I Look, I didn't mean to give the impression I was trying to get ahead of you. You're a brilliant businessman, obviously, and uh, I would never... We invited you onto the show in the hopes you might shed light on our situation with a little constructive criticism. Get spiritually educated while I'm here, because I ain't going to hang around here for long. You make me sick. I'm going to vomit. I don't want to regurgitate on sacred ground, because I may fucking drop something natural somewhere, and it might grow into another piece of shit like you. I don't recognize any of you fucking people. But we had to bring some interns to handle uh, some of the spillover. You know, one article per month was getting to be a little too much, so these are college students, Raleigh. Uh, look, I admit we're a little rough around the edges. We have areas to work on. Okay, in your opinion, uh, what went wrong? You are locked into paradigm, you motherfuckers. Try to blow that atom bomb. It can't be done. You're in purgatory, you cocksucking turds. You're not even good American shit. Raleigh, there's, there's a, look, there's a terrible noise every time you speak into the phone. I'm, I'm not referring to your voice. It's like you're accompanied by tinnitus. All right, nevertheless, the interview must go on. I mean, it's grinding on. I, Raleigh, I'm starting to lose faith in the bit. Uh, nevertheless, uh, we're not even good American shit on this 4th of July holiday brought to you by Terramax. Well, then what the fuck is it, man? Uh, what kind of shit are we, Raleigh? You're just very small unnourished little pieces of shit. Now, Raleigh, I know I might not work hard, but I work smart. Uh, I know I'm not in the office every day. Okay, if I've had a hard weekend, I might take Mondays off, you know what I mean? You fucking little snot-nosed punk fucking mentality. Don't give me that fucking shit. You're a punk. Not a punk, you're a punk. Now, uh, Raleigh, folks notice Raleigh's sense of comedic timing and charm? This is how he got to be where he is today, a powerful businessman. And on the 4th of July, coming off of Pride Month, brought to you by Adidas for some reason, we turn to celebrate powerful white men. Now, I might be getting paid to say this, but Raleigh, man, you're funny. You're fucking funny. <laughs> you get it? I'm an American. I'm hip. Suck me off and get smart. Get smarter every time you suck my Peter. I'll let you suck my Peter for fifty thousand dollars. Wanna bear it? All right. You know what? I don't think I want to do this fucking bit anymore. 
this goes on, guys, for like another fifteen or twenty fucking minutes. Uh, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a short break. We're not we're not gonna talk to Raleigh anymore. This fucking, you know what I mean? This motherfucker. Like I get it. You're the publisher, the but we're fucking done. Gonna take back every fucking thing from you that you took away from them, you motherfucker. Raleigh. Yes. Yes. What is the deal? You either cool it down right now. Or you're going to fucking die. You're out of here. Oh, you're going to put me out? Well, I ain't leaving, motherfucker. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to this little kid, huh? Huh? You're going to go to the psych ward. Well, good. That's where I want to go. Yeah. You're going to be right there. exactly right now. So you better cool it down. You better cool it down right now. I don't want to hear anything else out of this room. Are you going to what? You're going to go to the psych ward. This is your last opportunity. Yeah, okay. Get it. Let's go. Shut your fucking mouth. All right. And and don't make any more waves in the house. Otherwise, you're going to the psych ward. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the psych ward, so and, I'm going to shoot my fucking mouth off. So get out of here. You're cutting into my commercial. All right. Can we can we stop this? Thank you. Good God, man. This is all the wrong energy. You know what? Radio Hate is brought to you by Terror Max, the Patriots' choice in over-the-counter terror enhancement supplements. While the troops are celebrating this beautiful nation's independence, who's watching the border? You are with Terror Max. Never let your guard down. Terror Max turns your backyard cookout into a Patriots' playground. There's a uh, big machine in the sky, some kind of part of an electric snake coming straight at him. Shoot it! Not yet. I'm gonna study its habits. Shoot it! Who's that hiding behind the wet bar? Why, it's Hunter S. Thompson, and he's gotten into the all-new and improved TerraMax Max Mix, the heaviest dosage ever delivered in a single TerraMax gel cap, and the effects are profound. I leave you alone for three minutes. Terramax Liberty Bells. Ask your doctor about the enhanced 4th of July formula that's right for you, shaped like fun Liberty Bells. I'm Angstrom Troubadour, a real doctor, and I approve this message. Get your fuck on this 4th of July with the seasonal Terramax I personally developed and tested on prisoners of war at Liebel Droker Laboratories. Terramax Liberty Bells let you see fireworks before they explode.
You're listening to Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is a Liebel Droker production, and we're not talking to Raleigh Sakers anymore. My next guest, a man who needs no introduction, has been tracking and exposing white supremacists, bigots, and hate mongers around the United States. His work is especially important when he unearths subjects like Kyle Canarsa, the concentration camp guard, who would take offense to me calling them concentration camps. And, uh, and he really took offense to tonight's guest, uh, connecting the dots and figuring out who he is and his sad, hateful, miserable worldview that has guided his choice to become a fucking uh, uh, border guard type of uh, at-home Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 type of dude and how that informs the way he does his job as a player in the power structure. We have an inherently toxic system for handling poor, disadvantaged people crossing the border, you know, well, in general, and then also crossing the border, right? We don't give a fuck about poor people is the bottom line. And unsurprisingly, the job attracts toxic assholes like Kyle. And while that much is obvious, uh, without a face to the name, it's a harder story to sell, Um, you know? It, it maybe works in a newspaper or something that nobody's going to read anyway, right? Tonight's guest, Jihad, of What the Fuck's Net, is one of the only people I know who is actually doing the important work of putting faces and names to the atrocities going on in the border camps and uh, other places where Border Patrol and ICE are harming people, like that online video game that you play. It's thanks to work of people like Jihad in the 20th century, uh, there were so many tried at the fucking Nuremberg trials and subsequently thereafter because there was people identifying these motherfuckers saying, yeah, that was the guy. He was at the camps. He said it wasn't happening. Fucking, if you don't think bringing society closer to justice is a valuable use of somebody's time when they're not playing fucking video games, uh, then what, you know, what the fuck do you think we should be doing? Everybody sit around playing with your pricks while undersexed, monster energy drinking fucking meth mouth preys on the weak over the over the hills in the fucking desert on the border? The fuck kind of sickness do we have right now? Jihad, welcome to the show. This is Hate Radio. How the fuck are you? Hey man, I'm uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's been quite a while. I think it's uh, it's been what since the uh, the actual the very first hate radio. It's been a full seven years. Jihad was our very first guest. We were uh, we had no callers because it was the first episode. <laughs> and we were the only listeners. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was like negative because I didn't even have it open. <laughs> so I at the time uh, when you came on the first episode, I was interested in why ED was failing. And, right. Uh, and what up with that? And it was like Sherrod disappearing, girl vinyl, uh, and taking the guts of ED with her. Right. And started O Internet, that website that subsequently failed as well. And uh, it being the first episode, dude, and then comparing it to this one, the show has not gotten better. <laughs> I went back and listened to it. I tried to find a sound bite to play. I was like, I don't know. <clears throat> I couldn't. 
Because I was, uh, I was, you know, I, I felt then just the same as I feel now is like nervous to be talking to you because I think you're such a cool person and you're doing, I think you're doing good work. And uh, it's an honor to get to talk to people like you on this stupid fucking program, which you heard earlier how shitty it was. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? It was a great introduction you gave me there. I really appreciate it. I uh, don't personally feel that I'm anything that special. Uh, anybody can do what I do if they really want. Well, it's you know a lot of what you're just, doing is just outright. Uh, it's almost slapstick. You you're on these video games. You hear these kids, uh, you know, throwing around oh, ugly yeah. talk, and you're like, I'm gonna call and uh, fucking tell their mommy and daddy. Right. Yeah, and, and, you know, half the time, just even the threat of that is enough to get them to, hey, uh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, when you're like, hey, maybe Bruce Anderson wants to spank his son tonight. <laughs> but that would just make it any other day. <laughs> right. Just this time, uh, it would be like, you know, what are you doing talking like that on the internet? They're not supposed to know that we're racist. Yeah, you you know better news than words. We got We got new talk for that. <laughs> what's the what's the new talk for like when you don't you know you want to say what like we don't want them around what do you say oh geez like what what like what kind of crypto yeah there's always racism do yeah, they use nowadays yeah there's new there's new talk nowadays to, i mean to get some of the, some of the new stuff is like some of the old stuff i don't know if you've ever heard um people refer to to black people as canadians i hear that a lot i've heard swedes Oh yeah. Have you ever heard I, that? No, I no. Or I didn't just didn't realize that that's what they were talking about. That's just how good they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about it. That could be more that could be worse than the N word I just used. <laughs> just calling the people sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's something I heard from uh from my grandpa. <laughs> Sorry, you get a pass, you don't know what it means. Well, uh so that that's the fun side of it. That's why it's easy to sit around and go, ah, I'm just fucking around. I'm just being silly. Right, and I mean that's pretty much what the majority of them do. But you know, when then, they're confronted. But then you you happen upon people like uh, this guy. Am I pronouncing it right, Kyle with a C? I I did not come to a decision on that. It's spelled with a C. I don't know if it's Sile or Kyle. Nobody I, knows. I saw multiple people. Having that conversation, and I can't ask him because obviously, the moment he saw that I made that threat about him, he blocked me and protected his account. So who knows? Our best minds are working on the case, and nobody fucking knows <laughs> how to pronounce his stupid name. If I'm the best mind, everybody's in trouble. I don't. <laughs> he 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 flips the monster energy can over, and you pronounce it like a like however it looks. Oh man, I can't. Just the fact that he had a picture of him. Was he in military garb in that picture with, like, it had Pepe and he was drinking a monster in it? It, it, I think it was a water cup, but it was only shaped like a monster, but it was, like, big and black and tall, and he was holding it the way them good old boys hold their monsters down at their (laughs) side like that, you know? Right. But he was, yeah, he was in that fucking, that boot kind of shit that you would buy from the mall boot store. Right next to the knife store. Yeah, yeah. Badass. You know he had a big old badass fucking knife. You, you could pull it out and open it. He'd be like, wow, man. <laughs> he just got a hole for his thumb so he can put it in there when he's menacing Mexicans. 
No, it's like one of the like machete ones. And it's it's really interesting, man. I was telling you earlier that it almost seems like uh, this guy, because your tweet got so much attention when you said, meet Kyle Canarsa. He, mm-hmm. um, he is a Marine Corps reservist. His timelines are filled with racism, xenophobia, blatant misogyny. In fact, within minutes of starting my research into him, this is what you wrote, you said, I found an article on bigotry in the military featuring screenshots of Kyle himself, and then that's where the Pepe shit comes from. He's out there with his join or die fucking hoodie on. Well, th- those those pictures were actually from his Twitter timeline. Um, I just kind of used them in that in that post itself. The next one had uh, the stuff from the article, which I'm sure you're going to touch on. Um, maybe I won't touch on it. Ooh, touch on me. Because I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but fucking uh it's funny because you did this you just took simple screenshots of his of his tweets and then they right. and then they retaliated against you by doing the same thing they had pictures of you but you're not putting up the white power sign and fucking reloading guns right that's the thing like you know you're doxing you're... <laughs> far right people works because they're ashamed of it and they don't i mean often not always not always um but they're ashamed of it i'm not ashamed of wanting equality and to protect people from fascists <laughs> you know what i don't think the average person is gonna look down on me for that either but your pictures don't even show you as being that kind of extremist you're sitting around like with a dog in your lap all happy oh, yeah. like, smiling yeah, well, I mean, at your they, girlfriend they definitely chose good pictures I, <laughs> they did us a service i think i said that day <laughs> but they're not fucking look they might they might not necessarily be ashamed of it but they know that what they what they got going on is sick i mean that's why the the kkk wears those fucking hoods man they're like hey we can't be seen doing this shit right this is like some you know this is some black mass in the woods type of shit we're doing we don't even want to see each other's face we don't want to know dude it's like going to the glory hole of hate right so <laughs> they uh yeah dude they know and and so this is you walking up and, and yanking the fucking mask off and being like, hey, oh, look, one of them unsurprisingly is a cop. And then this one over here is a fucking, uh, you know, Kyle himself. Right. And what what did Kyle, Kyle uh, is notably different for putting himself out there and kind of inviting this shit on himself by being a source to the Rubin Report. Right, exactly. He, I mean, this would have never came to be if he didn't, you know, try and pass off these images to David Rubin. Well, so. he wanted he wanted David Rubin to believe that the camps are clean, happy, safe little uh, discovery zones. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's you know that's something that creepy fucking Holocaust deniers do. And then this is somebody he saw maybe he saw one camp right, and he thought oh they must all be like this, and he happened to be in like the model one. Right. And he would report, or, or in one like ten years ago that, <laughs> yeah, isn't like it used to be. That could be, or he doesn't give a fuck whether it's true right. or not or whatever, and he's just like, "Yo, I want to be fucking popular. Put my name in your shit." Those camps were nice. <laughs> yeah, look at the people are eating great, delicious. I wish I was eating as good as the the people that were in those pictures that he posted. He had some. Um... What, what what are they eating? Steakums, he says. He says Wait, they got the pictures that he posted. He says that everybody was eating steak, right? Steak and potatoes. Oh yeah, I thought you said steakums. No, yeah, it was I did like, say steakums. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, there's a little difference. But yeah. <laughs> but then I they're mean, giving the kids frozen uh, TV dinners, and they're not even unfreezing them. That's right. It's hot enough that it'll uh, it'll cook up. The babies are are they're getting taken care of by the other fucking kids, and then the, the kids get tired of taking care of the babies, so they just put the babies in the fucking floor, and then there's like an unattended baby. Nobody fucking wants to deal with it. And their parents have no idea where it is. Yeah, yeah. They're right. they're separated from it. But, but you know. And then there's the people that are just, you know, hey, that's acceptable. That's okay. That's This is how it should be. What more should we be doing for these people? I don't know who it was, but some popular right-winger on Twitter earlier tweeted, like, what should we do? Let the people go? And and everybody responded, like, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you think is going to happen? Right. Like They're going to okay. go form some cabal? They're, like, weak and vulnerable, man. They're just going to... They're going to get to safety and fucking never be seen again. But don't you realize they've broken the law? Oh, man. The law, which is, you know, that you came from another country. Not in the way that we want you to. They're, uh, you know, whatever whatever it is. It's like we don't, we don't even, we don't treat people that are actually, like, doing a lot of harm the way that, that these people are getting treated. Just for uh, moving around, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's uh, it's uneven and unequal, and it's obviously intended to punish and fuck with them, right? So it's it's really fucked up, you know, the, to look at because like this guy is maybe our age, somewhere in there, yeah. And I when I was in school and I was a little kid, and you know, I just I would look at my classmates, and we were all pure, like nobody was that way yet, and you kind of just you wonder what the fuck happens to people. That they that this is acceptable. Like we we went to the same right, school system. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's what didn't happen to them. You know what I mean? I know things happened to me that you know changed me from the way I used to be. I used to be a much more hateful person. Obviously, I'm still hateful <laughs> in some ways. You know. And hopefully, people, you know, when you go publish in the docs of these people, they're not looking into their friends and their family and shit. But this is there to, uh, I mean, somehow, if this guy is going to be redeemed and be brought back to that kind of purity that we came from, uh, he's got to, you know, there has to be some kind of justice here for um, the fucking, you know, the people who... Well, we can't, you know, we can't forget who the people are that are, you know, supportive of this, structurally, institutionally, at least. What's that? Well, you know, like the people like Kyle Canarsa, you know, hey, they've worked in the concentration camps. They're helping spread propaganda to make people think that the people inside them are being treated better than they actually are, you know. Uh, he was uh, that Rubin guy. What was his name? Dave Rubin? Mm-hmm. David Rubin, yeah. He verified, let's call him Dave. He verified <laughs> the the shit. He said, oh, yeah, this guy just proved to me that he really was there. That he worked it, there. He's he said that the that Kyle proved to him that he had in the past worked at those type of camps, and um, from what I had gathered, the pictures themselves, Kyle was claiming were sent to him by friends of his who currently work in the camps. 
So he doesn't work there now, but his friends do, and that's where he got the pictures. And I did reverse image search them, and none of them were found anywhere else. So they did seem to be, you know, like actual real pictures. But it seemed pretty obvious that they were pictures of what the guards were eating. Like some of the pictures had like the guards' radios were next to their plates of food. Like it's pretty obvious. There's a lot of context removed from there. And, right. Uh. There's there's context removed from those pictures of the uh, the Facebook group that um, yeah yeah you sh- I saw yeah you were tweeting that at me uh, ProPublica published the thing and I got really excited because it was exactly like what you were doing and I was just mm-hmm. thinking like if you could marry their list to your efforts then uh, you know these people would be you know like shamed publicly like yo dude what the fuck are you doing uh, right you know these are people. I have- I haven't looked much into it, but I don't think, yeah, like, I think in the stuff they posted, everything was redacted, like you said, like, all the, even the user icons are blurred out and everything, like, you don't know the names of any of the people, the stuff they posted, and you know they're not going to post, like, all the the data that they gathered on these people for, I'm sure, legal reasons. Their lawyers probably won't let them do that, but maybe somebody out there is, you know, already put something together like that, so who knows, maybe something that will happen. I know that there's lots of people that are doing similar work to this that aren't as dumb as I am (laughs) and on Twitter, you know, tweeting on an account that my identity is known from doing this to these people. There's a lot more people that are remaining anonymous doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. We're out here fame whoring. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. You're you're the real hate sack, man. I I told you um, you're doing the kind of shit that like, you know, I tongue in cheek. Uh, could maybe do like that i would stand for it is even a big uh jump for me i think if uh you know because this guy got so much attention right yeah oh i mean that the tweet before i even got to it to to post the stuff that i had found about the guy that he was using as a source already had like three thousand retweets on it at least by that point and it was still up for like another day or two and got, you know, thousands more. So a bunch of people saw that and, you know, for days, if not like a week or two, people were claiming that, oh, they're they're eating these amazing meals in these concentration camps and I saw proof of it and everything. Oh man, I bet that food tasted so good in those pictures. It's it's a mm-hmm. shame the kids aren't getting any of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But you don't uh, see. There's something about seeing their names and and uh, their pictures and like the kind of thing, their thoughts that they post. Like even if the stuff is a joke, it's like, hey, dude, you know, you do this job. Like yeah, you got to be a little right. bit more professional. You can't be saying like you shoot women in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, what was the one the one meme that he had posted on his timeline? It was like a picture of a black guy and a picture of a cop, and the cop was reloading his gun with a magazine that said, like, woman respecter pellets on it or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, what? Like... (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, like, the premise is that a cop is shooting a black guy, and then they're building on that to to make the black guy represent women in this frame. Oh, well, no, killing him is going to make him respect women, I think, is is what the implication is, and it's like... Oh, that's another layer that I hadn't even considered. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I had gathered from it. <laughs> you guys got to, if you're not sure what we're talking about, you got to go to the uh, Chronicle.su story I, I published about Jihad last month called Fuxnet. And, um, and you'll see I got see brutally doxxed by a Nazi. Yeah, so they, they doxxed you back, man. But before we get to that, uh, I, I got to just finish this point and then we'll move on. The, they're stripping the context out, out of those uh, images that they're, they're right. publishing. And I think it's important to the historical record that there actually be real names. Like you ever read an old newspaper and right. they'll write in the story, in the main story, the fucking A1 is a story and you're reading it and the guy's full fucking address is listed out. Like, right. Yeah. It's like front load attributed and the dude is fucking his address is there. So you know exactly who we're talking about in this story. <laughs> and like that right. was that was very legal and very cool to do back then. And it still is today, but you don't do it because you just don't do that to private people. Right. And you know, you want your sources to come back possibly. Right. So but in this case where uh where the people uh the hateful people are are they got hateful messages and they're sharing them with each other. And they're in power over the people who are, you know, victims of that hate. Right. It's uh, it's all the more imperative that you do publish their names for history because somebody, a denier, can point to those pictures and say, look, there's not actually a name here. You realize that. Anybody could have made this picture. You know, And you're back to square one. You're like, oh, yeah. They could have taken a fucking chance. And they didn't. They just, you know, it goes to kind of how stuff is published. Right. And, uh... There's something else I wanted to say, but I forgot. <laughs> Doing it right. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it takes away from it a, a lot more than just, and in, in, in a way, protects those people too. It's like, hey, who's uh, you know, what are you what are you doing here? Do you just want clicks? You want us all to look and gawk and be horrified by the the messages? They just lose their power when uh, it's it's missing that that piece of of history which is like the name that it belongs to who did that oh yeah i want just their being their identities being known adds at least you hope some some level of accountability like they're gonna maybe think twice before they might do something that they otherwise might have and and those are the kind of people they're gonna be like oh you can't say anything anymore it's like well maybe you should think about <laughs> Uh, why it is that you know you can't say certain stuff, and maybe try to see the sensitivity to it. I'll I'll meet anybody halfway on that. You know, I, I'm kind yeah. of on that side where I'm like, ah, yeah, I can't say anything, but that just means I have to be. Maybe I should think about other people and not just be some cunt that goes out and sprays out whatever garbage I picked up when I was nine and never questioned again. Right. Or I mean, if you're gonna do that, don't be surprised when somebody is offended or, you know, responds in kind to you, which, I mean, I'm always surprised when I see people on the internet who are like, oh, the, the hardest free speech people in the world, and oh, never try and suppress people. And then when they see somebody that they they consider, like, triggered or something like that, it, like, triggers them somehow, and they have to, like, jump on top. It's like, how do you not realize that you're just trolling yourself? That is a that is a thing. People uh, are really quick to um, uh, re- react with hostility when they when something kind of unexpected happens. Right. They'll get hot or something now. that they disagree with. I mean, you oh know, yeah, that, that definitely. There are there are good people on both sides. You know, 
I saw it today. I saw it. It was about to boil over fast. I was in a pizza place. And oh yeah, yeah, and it was about to be a fight, and uh, and it was because this guy was trying to articulate a point, and he was trying to he was trying to take the right side, in an argument that he wasn't even involved in, but because there was that element of disagreement, and he wasn't really used to disagreeing, and there was a racial thing going on, it it escalated instantly, dude, and then they were in front of each other's faces, and uh, I was like, oh shit, the place is about to get shot up or something. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there eating my pizza, dude, out of the corner of my eye watching this shit. It was boiling. <laughs> so how much pizza was thrown? This guy was freaking out at the end. He tried he turned on the restaurant and he was like, Hey y'all, they wanted me to put this pizza on the floor and then I could pick it up later. And so they wanted me to serve you pizza off the floor. And it was that silly, but it was also a serious thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets hot like that, dude. People are just zero to a hundred. This is fun. Whew. Sorry, I'm sinking. Oh, uh, that was only the first page there. Uh, what? Uh, what does it take? Because uh, oh yeah, here was the other point I wanted to make. <laughs> there it is. The fucking the fact that this guy got so popular uh, because of the work you did. And you could hardly call it work. You're just you're having a blast going down the rabbit hole, right? And this is what I do, like all every day. This is what I do, baby. <laughs> and and you're making him popular. He wanted to be popular for little David Rubin. Look at him now. He's fucking popular, dude. Right. Oh, and I'm sure that <laughs> it didn't sit well for David Rubin either, because I mean, obviously, he deleted all of his tweets about all that shit, but never, never said anything about it no retractions or anything like that just i'm gonna make my tweets disappear people are really interested in this shit and you took a chance and you're, and you're doing what ProPublica wouldn't really do which is to go in balls deep on an actual real person mm -hmm. and uh hey i'm always looking to go balls deep on a real person oh yeah well there's nothing wrong with that i, I, <laughs> I don't want to give the impression that you know, going balls deep on people is something that we're against on this radio program. But you just don't see it that much in, in professional journalism anymore. Yep, yeah, yeah, I mean... and uh, yeah, You see it a lot more from the independent journalists, but what do they have to lose, you know what I mean? So, what I'm thinking is, if this guy doesn't become the face of concentration camp guards, like uh, that kind of cold, disaffected... Uh, these are not even, you know, these are just like, well, you're just like sheep, man. I'm, I'm the sheep dog. If that's the way you see them, um, like, is, is could this guy be the face of that mentality and of, of that position? He doesn't want to be. And probably a lot of people don't want that because this has stayed hidden for so long. And, you know, those protests outside of the ICE buildings and shit, like, you really didn't right. see a lot of the guards and stuff coming and going mm -hmm. and people who did that work. It's it's a I shadowy haven't, I haven't fucking seen world. Any of that. Yeah, they're always I'm wearing sure. sunglasses, man. They all look, you know, kind of the same. Oh yeah, I mean they don't they don't want their identities be known. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the cops is kind of a racist institution because before there was even cops, there was the uh, there was the Ku Klux Klan. They did not mm -hmm. want their faces shown. But what about Antifa? Hate sec. They cover their faces. I think. Dude, I think 
we should all kind of uh, wish that we could cover our faces and fucking do it more often. Yeah, no shit. I uh, <laughs> I was so sad, man, when Wild Bill Kilgore was playing music downtown, just having a ball, being, you know, we were just young guys in our 20s, and he was having mm-hmm. a blast playing the banjo, and he's a fucking incredible musician. But he was getting no love from the police because he was in a stormtrooper helmet, and by God, look at that fucking different. Look at that other in my street, right? So uh, can't have that. Oh, dude, they hassled him, and it was over. It was over, man. They're like, he's like, well, what about Halloween? They're like, yeah, Halloween's different. This oh, okay. Like you. That's the day you do the crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to come out here and act like a freak? You want to muddy up this pure white Christian town with your fucking fantasies of being a hippie on the goddamn sidewalk? Well, here you go, boy. And they almost wrote him a ticket. Doesn't surprise me. Man, there's some good old boys out there. And, you know, while Bill's a white guy, but he's different. Different. Yeah. Different. Wild Bill, why are you so different? Get off that street. Why don't you get inside, boy? Hannity's on. (laughs) You remember, remember like, 2006 and 2007? Mm -hmm. These people, I mean, it was a different time, man. The, the troops were just openly fucking posting videos of everything that they were doing in the war and stuff. Oh, yeah, all over, all over the place. The videos were popping up everywhere. And I bet the docks were flying. I was I only... Mean, possibly, yeah. That's not... Like, I wasn't paying attention to that kind of shit back then. Uh, me either. But I bet that was different, too. That probably, was probably a lot easier. Well, in, in different ways. I yeah. mean, now there's a lot more ways to get information on people but there's profiles and you got to kind of when you're doing your research like the way you do i imagine that you're chaining together a lot of profiles that are similar or have similar or the same names or emails or whatever there's the flow charts are heavy oh yeah i bet the flow charts look pretty cool you could put this through uh make some interesting data out of it infographics oh yeah for sure you could (laughs) you could do some hate infographics I, I I will not deny that some things are shared with various organizations in uh, pretty infographic form. People uh people want you to cross reference your efforts with theirs and um and get some extra help from from or other organizations and stuff. Is that is that helpful at all? Have you been sharing like that? Yeah, I mean yeah, we're you know. Anarchists are all about uh, working together and that kind of shit, so. So there is this diaphanous network of uh, data being exchanged in the uh, back channels of the internet, and um, these these networks are growing. Hopefully. <laughs> At the very least, you're, able, you're able to uh, check on some of the names of, of other potential doxies. Mm-hmm. And when the cops doxed you, the fucking... You, it was one of the cops, right? It was like just some random cop. Yeah, he was a cop, yeah. Did he know about the Kyle Canarsa thing, or did this just happen because you were also doxing a cop? <laughs> it was something completely different. I don't even remember. Like I, A lot of what I do is just, you know, finding right-wing propaganda and then countering it and then a lot of times 
then I get approached by, you know, far right people that just have, they're the kind of people that I want to target. You know what I mean? So I think I may have just came across some somewhere like that. You know, I probably called him a bootlicker eventually or something like that. And then he got pissed. Oh no. <laughs> Little did I know he was an actual police officer. Oh dude. Who would say bootlicker to a cop? <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, I think I posted, like, a picture of, like, a satellite image of his house. That's funny, man. Yeah, because that's, I mean, you will not get, you might get suspended for that, but you will get, a, your appeal will work. It's not against Twitter's terms of service. And, uh, what the fuck? The and I remember, I remember when, uh, when he came on, he was like, yeah, they're posting pictures, uh, they're posting satellite pictures of my house. And they're posting creepy stuff about my life. And I was thinking, Wait, yeah, like, yeah it, that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a day that ends in Y, buddy. That sounds like Jihad. <laughs> that sounds like Jihad. That's a creepy name, Jihad. Leftover hey, from the days of old. It's all about that struggle. The daily struggle. I was talking to this girl. I was like flirting with her and stuff. She was, um, I guess, Muslim. Because I was talking about uh, Jihad. And yeah. she was like, how do you know about Jihad? <laughs> how do you know him? I was like, girl, let me tell you about Jihad. <laughs> but uh, I didn't tell her. <laughs> I don't tell... Dude, I stopped best. telling chicks about this stuff. Because they're like, you do what? And you're, you're involved with what? And you know who? I don't want right. to... No. We don't, do, we don't have that conversation anymore. I don't yeah. pretend like it's cool anymore. Sa- save that conversation for... You know, hey, maybe six months in if it goes that far. Yeah. Hey, baby, I got I got something to tell you. <laughs> I got welcome to hate radio, baby. <laughs> Why don't you sit down across the other side of this desk? <laughs> hey, baby. Oh, we got we got a bunch more uh, stuff to go through, but yeah, they were they would uh that soldier who kicked a puppy was one of those dudes that went on there, you know, and um, yeah, posted yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, oh my kid. I mean, that happens still, but it's so rare to see stuff like that happen. Because, like, what kind of a madman is gonna fucking put evidence of themselves doing shit like that? Like, you just get crucified. The worst people will do it. No, I mean, yeah, the worst, definitely. The worst of the worst, the dumbest ones will do that shit. That that's definitely an aspect of it too. Because I mean, like, what I'm saying is like it still happens. There's still a lot of people abusing animals. They're just not like, hey, I should post this on LiveLeak. But I think it's because the army and because the fucking, uh, you know, I got nothing against the army. They're the army. I hope nobody invades us. I hope they're there if they do. But fucking organizations like ICE and shit, uh, they, uh, you know. Hey, what the fuck were we just talking about? fucking ice bro ice ice baby <laughs> don't you have notes that you're working off of oh yeah yeah so they cut down on video like you can't you know if you're a, if you're somebody in this position <coughs> you there is some opsec nowadays that's a little bit yeah, better than it used to be not allowed to have your phone on you when you're in certain places and such like that right yeah i mean yeah fucking so many videos were leaking, you know, early in the Iraq War. I remember just almost every day. It was just crazy. 
Like I, there were people in what the fucks that that were that was in the army and posting video. Oh, uh, every everybody was doing it. Like I had friends from high school that were doing that. Yeah. And I was Here, like, here's oh, us yeah. burning our shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's uh, here's me burning a, somebody's house down. It's not in it anymore. Right. I hope. And uh, and and shit like that. So now you know your job is a little harder, but you're doing the thing where you kind of you poke them and you see what their response is. You call the cop right. a bootlicker, and then lo and behold, the motherfucker is actually a cop, and he has this history of uh propagating hateful rhetoric and shit and they're asking in the chat okay i don't get it so why did he do this like if you're just tuning in foxnet uh finds people who are in positions of power uh, over other human beings against whom they're racist and they're fucking you know they're being ugly so he's uh, he's out there trying to fix the ugly trying to bring them back uh, closer to love <coughs> it's not that i think i can I can fix them. I mean, that'd be nice, but I'm not. I'm not so deluded to to um, think such a thing. So, how do you treat them? I mean, you mean like, why am I doing it? Or yeah, why are you doing it? I think it's not enough that I fucking say this. These people are still like, so why is he doing it? Well, I mean, a lot of these people. I mean, we've already touched on the fact that like I target people based on usually their use and spread of propaganda. Now that's not enough for me to try and dock somebody or ruin them or something like that. That would be silly. Plus I think I should probably say that it's not like I call or harass people all the time or anything like that. Like that's not something I do. You know, most of this is just doxing and sharing information. People want this to be the ethics of doxing show. Like why? Uh, why you do this? <clears throat> maybe that's why they're asking why. I think I, I realized because the other day we were talking about this, and Stallman's rules for doxing people are were very much in line with my own. It was basically you leave private people alone, but if somebody's in a position of power and they're committing crimes, you know they're being fucked up, then sure you dox them. You do what you got to do. It's like for the it's for the greater good, and. Uh, you know, people need to know who who the fucked up person is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you know, I don't I don't want people to think that I believe I'm some kind of like arbiter of justice or anything like that. Like I don't. But that's how I, I introduced you. I said this is the arbiter of justice jihad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't give me any time to to hop in there on the intro, but <laughs> but you're you're allowed to think that I am. I'm just saying that I don't personally view myself as one. I don't. You know, I I'm not saying that my morals are the best or what everyone else should should adhere to. I I'm doing a thing because I feel that it's the right thing that I have the abilities to do, and you know I'm willing to deal with the consequences of that if there are any. You know what I mean? When I go to publish somebody, uh private on the internet chronicle i i was i asked myself like all those questions about whether it's ethical uh, or like you know what would richmond i don't think what would richard stallman do but you know i do think like is this a private person who should stay private or is this uh, <laughs> to be fair rms eats his, his own toenails in public so yeah and the little fu- whatever's in the corner of of the cuticle <laughs> he's scooping that out with the with his 
thumbnail. With his teeth. With his teeth. Oh he my put it directly God. into his mouth. Richard anyway, Stallman continue. put his uh, exposed open toe into his mouth. Yeah. After he'd been walking around all day in that sweaty sandal. <laughs> I bet it tasted good to him. I bet he liked it. <sighs> A lot of people would 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 eat. Richard Stallman's toenails, let's be real. But Norm MacDonald made fun of somebody on um, the no Weekend way. Update who had died in a funny way, like he splattered on a bridge or something. <laughs> and uh, Norm MacDonald just went on there and he was like, oh yeah, by the way, it's so-and-so splattered on a bridge. And later he thought, like, did I need to do that? Like, his family probably watches Saturday Night Live. They're trying to fucking not think about their dead son. And here They're I dead. am yeah, making right. a joke about it. So it's kind of the, kind of the same thing, you know. There's like a reason not to a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, if Norm Macdonald of all people can can be introspective like that and say, "Huh, maybe this one joke was a little too insensitive, or just didn't need to be said." Pe- I don't know. People are saying uh, we're on Wikipedia right now, or something. I I saw that too. What is that on Twitter? And they're speaking Spanish. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, is it challenging to match these figures up to their social media rhetoric? Like, if I told you, "Hey, man, go out and and dox somebody with this job title for me," would you be able to to do that relatively easily? Um, I mean, I guess it all depends. I mean, I do do that for work sometimes but i mean you know it's all it's always specific to each case starting from like just a position and saying let me find someone that that would be easy to do but if you wanted to say find a specific person depending on how you know guarded they've been on the internet or how little there are on the databases that i have access to you know like background checks and shit like that yeah it can be hard to find people. Uh, what What do you think is the significance of having uh, like racist, uh, abusive, or otherwise toxic people in, in charge of the people against whom they're racist? I mean, that's just just seems like an obvious issue. It'd be a conflict of interest, <laughs> right? You're interested yeah. in fucking with Mexicans, and you're in charge of them over here. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're racist to the point where you're publicly saying that you know you think that these people should be treated poorly or killed or whatever why should you be trusted with their care it doesn't make any sense at all nobody would trust the care of a child to a parent that spoke the way some of these people do about these you know migrants now look we don't want it to happen right but we're not just writing about them uh, we're we're and pissing them off. We're like we're letting people know who they are. So what's right. to stop someone from going after their fucking their kids or their their wives or their families? Like, uh, I mean, what's to stop somebody anyway from looking somebody up in the phone book? I mean, this it's a question I hear a lot when people talk about uh, whether it's right to to dox somebody. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time it's. I mean, these people's docs is like one Google search away. Right, you know it was public I mean? anyway, and then you've got that yeah. argument. Half the time, that's their username is their name, 
and they're when the fact that they're surprised when they get docs is like what oh there you what go what did you think was gonna happen yeah You're, you have your face on your profile too like i can verify that like, you doxed yourself by uh, signing up with this fucking email address that is known and whatever right uh, so it, it's the same as looking somebody up in a phone book. Like that's not an argument not to dox, right? Uh, they might. I not mean, be... it's what you're doing is you're connecting the person to their activities, and that's what they don't like. You're not really putting their life in danger. They're the one that might be doing that. If it's their actions, it's going to put themselves in danger. No they... one's going to target a dude because you dox them. They're going to target them because they did something. And if somebody doxed you and uh, it was for something that you, you know, you're not acting on your words, you're you're just, you think racist jokes are funny, but you're actually got a good heart and you're not hurting people, like, uh, then even if you are doxed, you're safe because your your actions have, you know, you've got a lifetime of good behavior behind you. <laughs> right. Hopefully. <laughs> you know, and it, or if you're, you know, if you're being sarcastic or whatever in your jokes and and you just you don't know how to read the room, and you don't realize that you're coming off as a total cunt, and uh, you don't mean to. Just, you know, you didn't watch the right stand-up comedy when you were learning how to be funny, and so you think sarcasm is like the shortcut to a good joke, and then you just sound like a cynical cunt. You know, we can look the other way for that, too, if your behavior was whatever, right? Right, or if at least you're self-aware. That's, that's a, good, uh, a good starting point. Jihad is doxing more white supremacists every day. Constantly. Now, what's to stop you? Uh, did it hurt you when they fucking doxed you back when the, when Operation Counterfucks was in full effect and that <laughs> cop was publishing pictures of you and your mouse, <laughs> your mouse I, and your rat? <laughs> no, honestly, it was pretty humorous because he, I mean, and this happens a lot, times their initial reaction is like oh wow you're such a coward look at what you're doing you're trying to scare me and i'm not scared and you will not affect me in any way and then they go from that to to doing the exact same thing you know what i mean it's like okay so what what point did you prove yeah they proved that you like to hang around sitting with a dog in your lap and uh, meanwhile you you use well and like and to be clear like they didn't dox me they they posted like some of the most recent pictures on my girlfriend and my Twitter accounts. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> creepy at best, but that's not even doxing. Right, right. Well, and what he was trying to do was to like get his followers to like dogpile us or whatever. But literally nobody interacted with the tweet, as far as I know. Yeah, they were, they probably only follow him because they like to uh, post him to other websites where you make fun of people like that. <laughs> Oh, man. Most of them are probably just, you know, cop friends. It's like those uh, those bot followers that they all end up following each other anyway. That happens uh, to the right-wing guys, I notice. It, <laughs> you, get, you get in these loops, right? A lot of new accounts just get in new loops. Like if you click on something like, oh, I like boats, and then suddenly you're in the boating world. Yeah, you can't get out. That's That's your life now. Uh, so you know they get they get in those loops, but it's like the right wing bots. So uh, Kilgore would make these right wing accounts, and they would just like like a fucking like a mushroom overnight. They would just you he would have thousands and thousands of followers by making some kind. <laughs> All of... you gotta do is put I follow back. <laughs> All conservative patriots. 
it was a Tea Party Patriot fucking good old boy motherfucker in 2010 or 11 or something. Mm, prime. And uh, and it was instantly deleted because it was obvious he was just he was not being sincere, but he knew how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it was it was so odd to see that phenomenon where you knew they were bots, and uh, and you know why uh, why are they here? Oh, it's because yeah. you know now we find out it's because there was there's all these bots, persona management, whatever. Right. And uh, and there are. <clears throat> outside actors dun 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 oh my god it's <laughs> russia russia somebody asked if we were going to talk about russia tonight i said no yeah we don't i don't i mean i don't really follow that shit <laughs> yeah, what, what are we supposed to do we're just two good old boys on the internet yeah i can only i can only care about so much if, if you're listening to hear us offer our stupid fucking twisted opinions about russia uh, then you must have clicked on a Wikipedia link about Xanadu or something. And keep in mind that it is a, a Soviet Union domain name. Oh yeah, Chronicle.su. You mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're doing this is uh, the glorious Internet Chronicle, Chronicle.su. Uh, hate radio. It's I got a perverse sense of justice, man, because when those fucking uh, do you, uh, it was a couple years ago by now that that ICE list came out. Yeah. And uh, right. I don't know whatever happened with that. Do you do you know anything about it? You probably know a lot about it because this is what you're doing. But I didn't I didn't know that much about it, right? I kind of saw it. I I looked through the list just to confirm that this is actually a real list, like it purported to be, and it was, right? It was mm-hmm. real. So I uh, I thought to myself, whoa, what is about to happen next? Like, are they? And then, like, n- you know, nothing really nothing. happened. <laughs> nothing happened. Right. The, and I, but when the list came out, I got I got this weird kind of perverse justice erection while riding on the subway. I'm like motherfucker. See how it feels to have your fa- you know to have your family to have to worry about your fucking family while it you guys like are the ripping families apart. Biggest that you've ever seen all at once. It was there was something poetic about that doxing because it was uh because this is about. You guys ripping families apart, and we're not too happy about that. So we're going to mm. show you guys what it's like to have to worry about your fucking family. Worry about everything. and Because that's what happens next is uh, the death threats come in and all that stuff when you're doxxed. And it's as, a serious thing. Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia would say that it's the implications. <laughs> right that's the implications of, of like the threat of violence or harassment or years of one fucking person stalking you and treating you like you're sharon stone or something mm-hmm. um another aspect of it that i didn't think of earlier is um there's this old french uh anarchist phrase the propaganda of the deed and i kind of feel like that's part of my reasoning behind why i do some of this stuff is because i want other people to see you know hey you could do this too yeah i don't have to be the only one that's doing it not to say that i am but you know just to try and get other people to be like hey maybe i should kind of poke these people in power that uh might not be using their power in a good way yeah where's people's spirit of adventure anymore i mean it's fun to make a prank call nonetheless if you suddenly you've got your your little mitts on this information fucking have a little fun with it man think of a right. joke 
you know, maybe think of something funny that's going to make you and your friends laugh and it's going to send a message. Right. I think, and I think that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's, that's kind of the transition I went through. That was my transitioning was, you know, from being just a trolley trickster prank phone call kind of person to maybe I'll try and punch upwards as a focus but do the same similar things. You know, a lot of people that used to like me don't like me anymore because I don't just troll. I'm political with it. You know what I mean? You have and to make everything don't. all fucking political. Right. Why do you got to do that? Why do I don't want politics in my life? My dad's girlfriend, uh, we had just got back from Hunger Games and she and she said, how was the movie? And I told her, oh, you know, it's all right. She goes, what's it about? I said, it's about, I don't know, the, the working class rising up again, and, you know, uh, for the entertainment of the the upper crust and she goes why do you have to make everything so political <laughs> uh, so you asked me the plot of hunger games too <sighs> i didn't even want to see the fucking movie <laughs> what do i care right that fucking rotating island like i was supposed to feel suspense like ooh, it's spinning faster now all right. Big rotating island. Who gives a fuck? Why you gotta make everything so political? Oh, Everybody shit. cared about it, hate sack. It was a it was a very important movie. They showed uh the opulence. There was that scene where everybody was like uh the one percent was fucking drinking their champagne and stuff and it was this remember how decadent it was. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Let's let's dissect I, I the saw, Hollywood I saw film. them in theaters, but I can't say that I remember oh, half dude. the shit. You saw it in theaters like me. Yeah. And uh, so everybody's drinking their champagne and everything. And it's supposed to be this uh, pro-working class message, right? But then uh, the actual actors that play that shit... I, I don't know. Let's not get into this shit. Yeah. We don't, we don't got to talk about Hunger Games. We don't... <laughs> <laughs> We're living the Hunger Games. Hey, uh, Ten years ago, when we started Internet Chronicle, uh, we were just imagining, kind of projecting whatever absurdity we saw in the world. We wanted to amplify it and uh, and laugh at it. So everything was this kind of tacky Soviet uh, colors and really propaganda, super tacky, fucking harking back to, it looks like Putin's Twitter profile now, really. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump's profile looks a lot like Putin's profile, which is interesting to me. And uh, but anyway, uh, and now it's real, and now it's here, and we're kind of sitting here with our dicks in our hands. Like, how do we satirize this? Well, right. how do you what, push? Well, how this do to we satirize absurd? what seems satirical itself that we're living that- through? Right. It's like it's like producers. It's like bored fucking ABC producers came up with this reality. <laughs> and they're like, well, what if they did this and they had that guy in? And everybody turned on each other. It'd be like the Hunger Games. And then each season has to get more intense. And, it, and the like stakes are always bad. higher. Right. And it's it's creepy now. It's fucking creepy now because if, if we try to write comedy at Chronicle.su... And I want to write about the border camps and, and, and concentration camps in a satire story. The premise has to be, that, hey, 
you know, it's like a sitcom, dude. Like they come in like Norm and it's Cheers and it's like, where's my nothing to eat today? And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, I don't know where to go with this. Right. To to where it's not grotesque and you have to look away because, you know. No, the the kids are all eating really well, but it's because every single guard is giving them their meals. The guards are, uh, they're like jealous of the kids' meals is how good they are. <laughs> I wish The it, guards know, are I, eating well because they're stealing them. If, if my wife had meals like this way for me at home, I wouldn't be that 50% of border guards that beat my wife. I'm a the good old boy. <laughs> oh, Fewer cops funny. would beat their wives if they ate as well. Migrant children in concentration camps. This is funny stuff. We were going to do horoscopes, but I think we already did that. Mm. Um, tonight's episode of Radio Hate is brought to you by Terramax Jihad. I understand uh, you have a book coming out. No. Do oh. You, <laughs> do you? Do you? Yeah, really? it's the it's the art of jihad. A big book of dachshund. Yeah. Uncle John's big bathroom doxer. <laughs> oh, man. I've been waiting. It's just a coffee table book of docs. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to do this now. Um, this, was a, this was a nice full interview. We had a fucking good time. Just a couple of good old boys. What is the intent? We talked about uh, what is the intended effect of doxing, and we talked about like how people imply that there should be something should be done as a result of this doxing. Uh, it doesn't have to be violent, though. You don't have to go after their fucking wives and kids and stuff. You wouldn't do that to somebody that's in, you found in the phone book. Right. The, the main thing is that we just uh, we know who these fucking people are, okay? And you got to quit acting like. Just because something appears on the internet that a personal army is going to appear and do evil to it. Publish their fucking names. If if these are the people in power and they're and they're they're being poisoned, the only way we're going to fix it is to fucking address it with them. And they're not irredeemable. They're they they can be good people. Yeah, most people are definitely not irredeemable. Uh, most people are were just sent down the wrong path and they never really had to like think about it. And there's you know, th- there's nothing wrong with that. You just gotta, you gotta help them fucking adjust. Uh, we we all grow at different speeds, and when people are doing ignorant shit that I did when I was twenty, or and then when I was fifteen, I'm like, why would somebody break a window? Like, dude, I was going around smashing every fucking thing that, like, I would throw rocks through the the McMansions windows and stuff, smashing. Same. You know, I was a shit bird, and. <laughs> No, no comment. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if I could just stop doing that, I think I'd grow as a person. If so, you could just stop breaking shit. Yeah, I got to I gotta get over that. Hum. So we're always growing as people, you know what I mean? <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. Was it vindicating when that white power cop fucking, when you elicited that response from him? I mean, it it was enjoyable. I'll say that much. You you kind of you liked it, right? Because that's when you knew I got this dumbass. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he acted like I was beneath him, and then he took himself to my level. So, all right, troll successful. Move on to the next one. Yeah, 
it, you're, see, by the time we've done this show, you, you've already been on to several more. People can look <laughs> at your timeline at uh, twitter.com slash fucksnet. He's a beautiful angel biscuit. You'll see him in his pibble. And, uh, and, and he's got rats. Yes. It's easy to fall in love with those rats, huh? Hey, they're, they're cute. And they're little heartbreakers, though, because their lifespans are just too short. Yeah, like two, two and a half years. And and you re- you really do you feel like you've lost a family member? Just a tiny one. Just, <laughs> just a rat. Yeah, it feels like an abortion. It's not so bad. <laughs> you have wet paper towel in the trash, and you're done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love the little shit bags. These this guy stopped me on the street, and uh, he was like, "Hey, hey." support Planned Parenthood, and I'm thinking, I already support Planned Parenthood. That's where I get my abortions. Right. <laughs> I, I give them money. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> you think they just get to ha- sit there handing out fucking free condoms all day, and that's how they pay the bills? Right. Where the fuck you think? <laughs> I go there for my, for my daily venereal checks. They should have recognized my uh, abortion swagger, and just let me go on. <laughs> Couldn't you tell that I've had abortions? <laughs> Dude, I was about to shoot an abortion out uh, on my way somewhere, and they stopped me. He was, yeah, he was making you late to your next abortion. Uh, so I got this perverse sense of justice, right? And I was thinking, like, uh, yeah, take that, man. You worry about your fucking family. And uh, when I saw those ice dudes... Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's probably not right, dude. That's like some kind of primal shit in me that I have to outgrow because that's not the way we're supposed to be treating each other. At the same time, like, I, I get it, you know, that, that feeling, and that's the feeling that we shouldn't act on, and the feeling that we should act on is when you're calm, then you return to that shit, and maybe you write some letters or something, like if it was a perfect society and we actually did shit like that, and then the people that read them actually read them. Yeah, instead of going directly to the FBI and saying that you're being stalked by a terrorist. He wanted you to feel that anxiety that you put in him, and you're like, dude, I've been there and done it. Right. <laughs> like that's. My I mean, that, it definitely makes it easier that nothing can happen to me that, I mean, that hasn't happened a million times over, like, doing this shit for so long now. What year is it even? Now, do you think it's, it's possible to... Uh humanize and and empathize with these uh, people that have like the fucking iron cross tattoo on the back of their head and swastikas on their chest and shit like how do you how do you continue to humanize these people and not just totally write them off as people based on what they are which is something a racist does right like the racists are writing people off based on what they are so how do we not do that to them yeah how do we I mean yeah that's like we said before, you know, most people aren't irredeemable. You know, I, I've i definitely seen Nazis that regret, or people that used to be Nazis that regret getting tattoos because no shit. Right. No shit, dude. Like, somebody's going to regret a badass fucking motorcycle tattoo that has flame swords for wheels. You're right. You're definitely likely to regret that fucking racist thing. Right. So, <laughs> rethink it. Listeners, before you get that swastika tattoo, it's just because you're edgy. <laughs> I was playing paintball in Tennessee like uh, eight years ago or something. And um, 
uh, this guy came up, right? And he, he took a knee. He knelt down on the ground in all of his paintball gear, and he fucking pulled off like half of his paintball gear, which took a long time. This is professional paintball. And uh, he showed us this fresh ink. He's like, I got my monster. And everybody's like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Like, they knew what it was. I'm like, what? You got your monster? He's like, and I looked, and it was the Monster Energy 3 oh my God. prong uh, monster logo. And I'm yeah. like, what? So this is a thing. He's like, I got my monster. It's they. That's how they treat the swastika, man. Is I got my swastika. Like, oh, nice, nice. You got your nice. swastika. You're finally in the in the gang. You're a brother now. Yeah. Welcome to the and welcome to the paintball field. <laughs> You're free. To now go. we'll definitely never turn our backs on you if you do disagree. But uh, the paintball guys were all sweetheart nerds, and I I didn't encounter any uh, weirdness there. Though the weirdness was like in the militias and stuff in that area of Tennessee, right around uh, Nashville and stuff. It, uh, you know the hate tracker account on Twitter. Yeah, I tried to talk to them about that because uh, one of the one of the dudes that used to work for Chronicle.su uh, tried to get me uh, involved in a story he was working on, and he wanted to send me into the uh, Tennessee chapter of the whatever militia and take a mm-hmm. picture of their arms. Where, where they kept everything. And I could yeah. have done it because I, I had those uh, ends being in Tennessee mm. and being, a you know, mistaken for a good old boy. Right. Uh, and I just thought about it. And, like, I was too scared for my own safety to do something like that. <laughs> it's pretty scary. To, and when you're double-crossing people that are all proud of, uh, not double-crossing them, but when you're, you know, when you're exposing them or whatever, uh that are they're real proud of like this uh, inherently violent shit like carrying guns and for what you know yeah and you're you would be behind their lines at that time you know uh, but even up here in New York where I'm safe and and you out there where there's nobody around you to hurt you hmm. uh you know you're you're fucking with uh, people that uh that want to do violence on people that they disagree with that they think it's cool you know yeah they and just because they dehumanize others based on what they are doesn't mean that we should right um but you know like i said i could change and maybe i could come around and start doing a little more dehumanizing you never know there's always time well, i was going to ask you some other kind of uh technical geeky shit but maybe maybe another time hey it's up to you uh, let's let's see what else we have here uh, so you're you're cross-referencing this stuff, and uh, and you get any good results from what people have given you? Didn't do you want to tell that story that you told me off the air about somebody that came up to you with a list, and uh, some funny names are included? Oh no, I'm not gonna talk about okay. that just yet. I'm working. I'm working. I'm wor- I'm working the angles. All right, <laughs> that's a funny story. Yeah, that's a really funny story. Um, Jihad is a very funny person. Like, it, it's coming through now, but but also you should you should follow him on Twitter, at Foxnet. You can follow me. I'm HateSec at Twitter, mm-hmm. but follow Jihad. He's funny, and you know if you think I'm funny, uh, he's he might be funnier because I don't know. I'm just how more to of an asshole. He's a big fucking asshole. You're gonna have to get over that. <laughs> but um, he's also a sweetheart. You, it's my biggest character see. flaw and my my greatest attribute. Now, somebody told me that your biggest character flaw was that you work too hard. Is that true? 
<laughs> opposite. You don't uh you don't work hard enough. Dude, I I'm not playing enough video games. Like I I have to wake up early in the morning now if I want to play Skyrim. <coughs> like what am I doing? Shouldn't I be waking up and getting on a treadmill if I'm going to like get out of bed for something? What are you doing? What am I doing? I turn my video games into work. Into I work. Have to, I got to dox the kids. You can't concentrate on enjoying my video games. So while you're chilling in a lobby and everything's going fine, you're like motherfucker as soon as it happens right and then you gotta like snap your your <laughs> office chair around in another direction and start tapping away on some other keys <laughs> yes exactly just get straight to work like motherfucker i i would love it if you could do it fast enough i mean somebody's got to have a home phone somewhere the kid's playing at his grandparents house or some shit to where in an instant you could hear the phone ring in the background Dox him so fast, like you're in the Matrix or something that you could. Uh, I mean, actually... a, a lot of the time, it it's honestly that easy to get their docs. But you know, like I said, most of the time I'm not really calling their parents. You know what I mean? Who has time for that? Right. Who has time for that? It's it's the threat of it that uh that it, that's enough to straighten the the little fella out. <laughs> this one kid the other day, you know, he actually like I forget whatever he said, but it was horrendous. And I was just like, hey, you know, why you got to be like that? And then I was just like, I'm going to dox anybody, et cetera, who does these things. And I often say that. And, you know, people always joke and whatever, SJW, et cetera, which I don't care, whatever. I'm just not joking about it. I will actually do it. So this one kid threatened me to do, threatened me to do it. He said, I'd go ahead. Yeah. And then, you know... The, the end of the round comes around, and he's like, hey, uh, Jihad, if you, dox, if you dox me, before you call my mom, can you add me on Steam and tell me? <laughs> so I added him and talked to him a little bit. Did you call his mom? And I didn't call his mom, but I, you know, I told him his name and what his phone number was. And uh, we're, I understand we're going to call his mom live on the air right now? <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I will tell you, the thought of having a show where we do that has crossed my mind. Oh, dude, I hadn't even thought about that until I just offered. Yeah. No, yeah, it's I. That was something I actually wanted to talk. Like, about. I won't say it on the air. If you want to slip it to me, we'll give him a call real quick and just see what happens. Say, hey, <laughs> hey you know. No, we won't do that tonight. Okay. I mean, that All would be right. something we should plan out. We we'll could save get a that bunch one. of them. Or, we could even dox people in real time. We could do that for a show. Well, now we're talking. Uh, it's going to be like an episode of fucking black mirror yeah people followers or viewers can submit accounts or something like that and then we can all cast judgment upon them and then jerk off because why not that'll be cool you can uh yeah you as an arbiter of uh, justice you can right. decide mm-hmm. whether they live or die mm-hmm. and and yep. we'll start from there we'll look into their kids <laughs> I just can't forget to take my Antifa Super Soldier Serum. You remember uh, when Barrett Brown stood out on his uh, balcony and he told Special Agent Robert Smith, we're going to look into your kids. <laughs> How did that dox it? How did that work out? Oh, man. That was some good doxing on his... You know, I was I was doxed by Barrett Brown in 2011. Oh, really? Uh, he, he told Kilgore that um, he wanted me to call him so I called him up, 
And uh, I asked him, hey, while I got you on the phone, can I join Anonymous? And he goes, you're not Anonymous, sweetheart. You're not Anonymous. <laughs> he wouldn't let me in. He wouldn't let me join. And then uh, he, uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, why is it that you invite all these uh, well-meaning uh, script kiddies into Ananops IRC with you where you know the feds are and, and they're watching these kids uh, plan crimes? You're like, you're inviting them in there to plan crimes and get them in trouble? He goes, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he asked Kilgore, he, he called me a faggot and he asked Kilgore, he goes, hey, why did HateSec prank call me? And I was like, dude, you, you asked me to call you. So he got mad, and then he published my docs. A fellow oh, journalist. That... Oh, well, geez. I'm like, thanks a pant load there, buddy. How about... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean... How about protecting I feel like a sword? I feel like he has good intentions. He has he... good intentions. You're breaking up I... a little bit, but he has good intentions. Yeah. I said I feel like he has good intentions. But you know, hey, we all have problems. Yeah, I, I don't like fault him for it. You might deal with some mania or that. I don't. What's what's going on there? I I don't fault him for it. Um, you know, he's dealt with some shit, yeah. to say the least. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to keep piling it on because the motherfucker served hard time. Yeah, exactly. And you know he, I mean? if if he did commit crimes against society, he fucking paid for it, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't wish that on it. Yeah, yeah, that fucking sucks. And we would trash him a lot while he was in prison. I would just article after article, just punishing him, dude. And his articles weren't that bad, whatever he was publishing at the time. But he does, yeah. he has these self-destructive spinouts and whatever. You know, you see this shit. It's uh, you don't yeah, want to, I mean, you don't want to like, hit him for yeah. that. Right. I empathize with that shit. I think a lot of a lot of people do. So yeah. But uh, it's funny. It, it will manifest itself in funny ways. Then what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do, Nazis? What are you going to do? And what you going to do when jihad comes for you? <laughs> it's bad that your name is jihad and that you're the enemy of these good old boy uh, desert camp people, because it, hey. it goes right back to Iraq. I mean, come on, man, jihad. Jihad is the great struggle of life. <laughs> they uh, they don't want to hear that shit, man. These people hear jihad. And like, hey, man, I, I I heard jihad. That, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, but, that's uh, all right. How scary is it for them, right? Because they don't know much. They're like, jihad's coming after me. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just got a message from jihad. Yeah, and nobody's like actually saying jihad, except like I might be the only person. <laughs> so they kind of catch wind of jihad. And they're like, what the motherfuck? Jihad's right. coming to get me. He calls himself Fuxnet. Holy. That's true. Yeah. Creepy. And uh, But I love it, man. I love how scary it is. I love when uh, something is uh, is kind of scary and you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, so wait. Have you paid attention to the chat at all or what these people are talking about? It's difficult to keep up with it. I think, so what I've gathered is that somebody edited a Wikipedia page to redirect them to the stream. Oh, okay. Well, they were just trying to learn about black holes and stuff, and here here we I, are. I have an idea of who done it, but I'm not going to say it because that will be snitching. No, we don't snitch. No snitching. We don't name names. Unless you're Unless they're now. Nazis. No <laughs> <laughs> Nazis. Not that there's any equivalency. But, uh... Yeah, so uh, that's funny. That's pretty funny that we, we've got people out there on 
on our side that think that we should be heard by every Wikipedia reader at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were saying uh, something like, yeah, they uh, they even hacked the articles that aren't in English because listen to them speak in English. And here we are using Portuguese. I like how in Portuguese they, they type ha ha ha, but it's all J's. <laughs> so you got any more notes? What's going on? I got a... Dude, I got a, I got a mountain of notes here. Every time I do one of these shows, it's like I, I have more notes than I can even read in time. And Where do you find the time? I, uh, I'm working overtime, man. Um, you know how they say everybody's working for the weekend? Hey, I used to be a sweetheart, uh, but now I'm an animal about ready to lash out and explode. So that's, uh, that's what being under this kind of pressure does to me. It turns me into a vicious animal. Vicious. You're so vicious. I'm hungry for justice. Now, I, I see myself as like a vicious person on Twitter. Like I, I, Because I'm this cat that appears to be hissing. That's, which is oh, my your, avatar. your avatar, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I see myself as that cat. And I, anytime <laughs> I go to make a tweet, I end up... It's not my voice. I'm, I feel like I'm filtering it through that, the way that cat looks like it feels. Which is this, How does it feel? It's uh, well, it's on edge, man. It wants you away, and, <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean it's to, in a corner already. I'm already so unapproachable that that now I'm behind this extra layer, this fucking mask of a, you know, an unapproachable yeah. cat about ready to lash out and strike. So all my humor comes out as this kind of uh, lashing out, and uh, I know I, you care about that. No, I uh, same. <laughs> that's all i'll say that it uh we we filter our voices through whatever that avatar is and it's not even really us the persona i'm a persona non grata to <laughs> a lot of these people they just trying to read wikipedia i know but some it's of them border. got hooked into the conversation and they're like yo <laughs> this guy's uh docs and border patrol <laughs> This guy's this guy's docks in fucking ice. You got any ice guys? Ice has Papa been docks. Tech. So what do you do now if you you've got the ice master list, okay, and you've got your doxing prowess, and you do you go to work on these people? Like, are they are they up in the air? Are they in your system? I mean, if they've already been doxed, I'm not. Uh, what what legwork am I going to put in? It's not like I'm trying to like. Go to people's houses and blow them up or some shit like that. I think when stuff blows up, that's when people, they want to know who did it. Like, who, who ripped the baby out of that woman's arms? Like, when they right. she was getting stuffed in an ambulance. They, right. they kind of want to know the one guy that did that. More than they want to know these randos that are hilarious to look at. Uh, but maybe they don't have, like, such an important story. And I wonder uh, if... Uh, if you keep hammering at this, do you think that you could, you know, you could find just the right person that that was uh, that would be? Uh, do you, there's got to be like one bad apple in there that is in fact spoiling the bunch? I mean, what are the odds you could find that guy? Because even I mean, this that... guy, he's just a worm. He is a nothing on the nothing totem pole out right, there. Right. Exactly. You talking about Kyle Canarsa? Or... Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, good to have that a face. That would be nice. To that would be nice to 
find somebody and then somehow find that they were doing something. I mean, it wouldn't be nice to find somebody doing something. But, no. I, mean, but I have a hero fantasy of saving people. Mm-hmm. Catching catching somebody beating up my girlfriend in an alley, you know, like, hey, motherfucker, you let her go, and I fucking high kick him and uh, <laughs> like, arrest him. And then him. the next scene, you're like on stage playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm getting in a standing ovation because I know all the notes, and my my girlfriend's up there, and she lets me choose any girl out of the front row because I'm a hero, right? Because I'm I have that hero fantasy, so I always think about like yeah. Like I went to I went to journalism school with for like the wrong reasons, right? Like I saw Hunter S. Thompson, and I thought he was cool, and then I fucking wanted to take down a senator. I'm like, what? This is this is what I'm doing with my life. Is, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. He means take down a senator with his words, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I wrote uh, yeah, um, I wrote this uh, thing. It was published in a peer review journal where. Uh, at the end of it, a senator dies. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that shit got published. <laughs> That's my peer review scandal. Eight sex <laughs> peer review scandal. At the end of his story, a senator dies. It's perfect. This is fucking crazy. Can you believe that, uh, that we did this show? We're at the two-hour mark at this point. Has it been that long? This is like a Joe Rogan fucking... I'm about to turn to Jamie every 30 seconds to see if he thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, do you like Joe Rogan? People, I don't really I have an opinion one way or I, I haven't really given attention in like years. I, I used to find him kind of interesting, but I don't know. He's kind of just seems like a dork. Yeah, he's just kind of a, a goofy meathead dork. I don't think he's harmful. Right. I think he's just... It's cool to hate him, though. I think a lot of people think it's cool right. to hate him. Yeah. And I remember I, I remember watching him on Fear Factory, so... Like, or Fear Factor, not Fear Factory. <laughs> you remember how, uh, how just uh, blown away he was by everything he saw on that show? Right. Oh my god, yeah. you're eating the intestines. His eyes are popping out of his head like the mask. <laughs> and uh it's cuz he was high for every taping. Me too. <laughs> I wouldn't even have been have had access to that show cuz it would have been in the TV in the family room and I would have been too stoned to go in there and watch it with them. So I never got to really enjoy that show. Oh, that sucks. It's a just cuz uh, you were wearing your hair over your eyes. Doesn't mean we don't know you're stoned out of your gourd because we can't see your fucking eyes. <laughs> well, your 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 family wasn't stoned too at the time. Uh, maybe they were. I don't know. I I know my mom would hit the bong sometimes. <laughs> she was cool. She'd be reading Newsweek and smoking the bong. This is Jihad of WT Fuxnet. Um. <laughs> And the Encyclopedia Dramatica uh, channel is still on Fuxnet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> despite my best efforts, uh, <laughs> you just uh, you can't shake them. <laughs> but you know, there's there's some redeemable people hanging out in there, and uh, and actually, <laughs> that's a, a good way to put it. A couple good ones too. Uh, yeah, and uh, some real foul ones. Some foul, foul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah 
little little fucking Nemo's, but uh, or Nero. Nemo was the fish. Nero was the was the Encyclopedia Dramatica guy. But now, ED was fucking cool at one time. Like I would go there and read great satire. Right. And there there used to be good good writers. Yeah. Really good stuff. The article about you. Not you, Jihad, but you with you, a capital Y. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking genius. <laughs> I mean that shit was really funny. And it's a shame that the community uh just withered away and, and now it's it's just a repository for people that have nowhere left to go. Cause uh nobody'll take them. Right. Fucking rejects. You hear that guys? <laughs> no, you're, you're great people. Yeah, I th- probably everybody that's listening to this right now reject. Yeah, we're that's all rejects, real. dude. I was reject. Right. When uh, when when I was in school, I thought so little of myself that I would lay in bed and cry, uh, cry myself to sleep. Sometimes every night, uh, begging to know why people don't like me and why nobody loves me. Because I was a fucking reject. And here I am. Hosting my very own radio show. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> yeah, every who who said that? Hate sec. I'll dox them. They said uh, there's no way you can do that. You mean, and they're not going to pay you? No way you can handle that. And and here I am, running a podcast, not getting paid, using fucking copyrighted music and shit. Not even can't sell this as a product to anybody. Just really wiping my dick on it in every possible way at this point as we approach the two-hour mark of the conversation. Is there anything else we should hit before we get off here? Um, yeah. Props to the guy who fucking hacked Wikipedia and gave us some extra ears. Definitely. They said that we should be banned for that. I didn't fucking do that. I was yeah, I was right. running the podcast. We we had no idea that was going to happen. <coughs> Did we hit all our marks? And hey, uh, you're the one with the notes. And now we're going to Hollywood, right? Now they're going to make a documentary about you. They're gonna they're gonna start yeah. with uh, the ending, right? Where you're like. You know, you're uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Grandkids don't visit you anymore. You got like 70 more dead rats under your belt. And, <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, and they're like, he once doxed ice. Border patrol. He, do- he doxed Hitler too. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker went back in time and doxed baby Hitler. <laughs> right when he walked in on his parents fucking and he was confused by it and jealous uh, his fucking docs came out and the Wechter mocked times or whatever. And they all <laughs> laughed at him. And, oh, look, he's got a little complex. He saw his parents fucking. He doesn't understand it. And then he he just came out worse. <laughs> and just made the timeline worse. <laughs> oh, dude, he's all bitter at the SJWs who doxed him. Hillary's president. It's, everything's worse. Hill docs. Do you, who do you think is going to be uh, our, our next overseer? Do you think it's going to be President Donaldo Trump? <laughs> Fuck if I know, man. Um, 
and the Democrats is a shit show, right? Like, what the fuck are they trying to do? It looks like a mall over there. Like, sheer number-wise? Yeah, it seems like there, there's a lot going on. And the and the people, man. It's like, I, I, uh, I, I knew better people in study hall. <laughs> you know? I, I met better presidents on OkCupid. Okay right. What the, where the fuck did they find these? Uh, you can't relate to them, man. They're about as relatable as, like, internal revenue agents. Well, you don't like 70-year-olds and <sighs> cops? You don't like the revenue? <laughs> yeah, right. You're not into corporatocracy? Come on. I I follow the census. I know what changes are, are coming up. There is some kind of census change. What is that? Why are we talking like this? <laughs> Who's you know we? The, do you know the census change? <laughs> I... I, I... <laughs> I do recall something about that. Yeah. Didn't uh, <laughs> something about it didn't pass though, right? Like they were trying to make it I don't change. Know. So you had to say your was it your nationality or something? Uh, we could uh, we could open the lines and take callers. <laughs> I don't know if you feel like doing it. We it's already been a long show. I don't think we should take any callers. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's I'm. I, we should probably cut it. This short is fun, man. This is so much fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm. We need to do some more. You know, uh, not Dan was a great guest, uh, but it was. Um, I was so nervous that I was gonna fuck it up that I kind of like rushed it off the phone. I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that this time, and that we actually got to talk about everything. You can't rush me off, boy. I I shouldn't have rushed him off. I was just I was so nervous and like I was having an anxiety attack. My chest was so I'm tight. I'm sure. I'm sure he would be willing to come on again. Um. No, I said some very ugly things after the show. <laughs> he's never coming back. <laughs> he said he's finished with this program forever. No, he he actually said a really nice thing. He said uh, that he liked the format and that uh, he would recommend other people do it. Nice. He was yeah, a you sweetheart. Keep, you keep it simple. It's fun, man. It's so much fun. I just all right. Let's not let's not keep doing this. Do you want to tell them anything before we go? Nah. Yeah, you've you've said enough. Follow <laughs> Jihad's funny and important work at twitter.com slash fucksnet, and you can check him out on the internet. And uh, you can read the story about him at the Internet Chronicle, where he's the subject of a of a fucking no knock raid. They came in there and they <laughs> they raided you. They took the my story. babies. Uh, Drew Basco, you were Drew Basco in that story. Mm-hmm. How did it did it hurt your feelings to to be a Basco or did you embrace it? Well, I embraced it. I was hoping that uh, I I like it because you know that she hates it. Uh, she's like, hey, that's my name, and I don't want him using <laughs> my name either. <laughs> so I was like, is it is it your name? Are you in the Chronicle again? So, <laughs> no. What no, you I'm should not. do is just allow people to call in and then let them do a show, and we can just leave. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's that's really not a bad idea. That's cool. That's a cool idea. Let's just uh, turn it over to the fucking animals. Let's th- th- let's throw this show to the dogs, man. No, we're not doing that. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Um, that's a really fun idea. Should I do it or not? Hey, that's up to you. I'm I'm gonna get off. The- All right, Jihad. Thanks a shitload, man, for for doing the show. It really means a lot to me that that you did this oh yeah man hey i love you hate sec 
I I, love, and I love you, Jihad, and I admire the work you're doing. I wish I wish I could just casually do the kind of uh, cool shit that you, that you do off the cuff for fun. Well, I appreciate that, man. man. It means a lot. I I greatly respect and admire your work, and I uh, want you to get off the phone and go fuck yourself. Nice. Thank See you, you, dude. See you. And all the rest of you out there in Radio Land, do the same. Do as Jihad does, uh, and maybe uh, get inspired by the things that he's a doing out there, and just trying to trying to make people think about what they're doing in the world, and that your your shit has your actions have consequences, and you guys can go out there and do your own kind of shit, and uh, and go fuck yourselves just like Jihad's doing right now. Do you remember how I told him to go fuck himself? I want you guys to do the same. This was one of the best interviews ever on the hate show, if not the best, uh, by the very first guest that we ever had. I'm HateSec. This is Chronicle.su. You can follow us on uh, fucking iTunes or subscribe or whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Uh, Go to HateRadio.su if you want to get balls deep into this shit. All right? Go down the rabbit hole at chronicle.su. And uh, all of you, get the fuck out of my life forever. And please never, ever, ever listen to this fucking radio show again. You got me? You got me, Chief? Get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourselves. And good night. Let's, uh, let's, let's listen to uh, one more fucking uh, thing as we go out. Yeah? Um, you guys like Mississippi John Hurt as much as I do? Let's bring him on. Good night.
it for yourself. Is nobody here could walk it for him. He had to walk the bed belly for himself. Yeah. 